Nourish your soul with your turquoise angel guide, Catherine M. Lau, and her variety of guests on the Celestial Spoon, formerly Spiritual Destination. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has first-hand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guest's mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of The Celestial Spoon. Thank you for taking the time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guests. I hope you're feeling well today and are accomplishing a lot with spring cleaning and the change of seasons. You can find my free report, Seven Ways You Receive Spiritual Messages, on my website, www. psychic reading, or coaching with me, you can sign up through my website. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. I am thrilled today to be interviewing Karen Noe. Karen is a New Jersey-based psychic medium with a two-year wait list. She is the Hay House author of We Consciousness, 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace and Your Life After Their Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss. To find out more about her and her books, please visit her website at www.karennoe.com, and that's K-A-R-E-N. N-O-E dot com. I'm really looking forward today to learning more about We Consciousness and Karen's connection to one of my favorite people, Wayne Dyer. And I have a, a story to share once we start talking about Wayne. So Karen, thank you for being with us. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. I've been driving myself crazy trying to figure, have we met in the past? Because I know um, you must have attended some of the Hay House events, the um, I Can Do It conferences and all of them. Yes, um, I spoke at a, a number of events. That's what I thought. Yeah. And yes. were, were you on the Hay House cruise in 2011? No, I wish. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was there and it was it was great being there and, oh, and wow. you know after after we start talking a little more um i'll share that's where i met wayne dyer so oh, okay uh, yeah so is there anything interesting going on today or this week that's new for you <clears throat> well i'm moving my office to a, di a different location so i'm in the process of packing up my uh books and all sorts of things so i'm in a little bit of 
disarray at the moment, but it feels good to be moving to a different space, bigger space. Okay. Is it yeah. a larger space? It's a larger space for my classrooms because I teach classes, and this, this one here is not too big. So I, I'm moving to a larger location. Oh, I wish you a lot of luck with that. Thank you. You're welcome. What is going on in my life now is I had my two-year-old grandson here all morning. Oh. <laughs> it was, um, you know, my son had to do a few things, and mm -hmm. I had to try to keep my grandson as still as possible because on Tuesday night he um, fractured his leg. And he has a splint on, and I feel so bad for him. Oh, hope he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. You know, he's a, he's a little boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, just hard to keep him down, but I love snuggling with him. I see all the love and none of the responsibility as a parent has. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe some of the right, but not as much. <laughs> I, I love my grandchildren. I, I always have, um, that's my son's child, and then I also have my um, youngest daughter. She's 30, and she has an 8-year-old and a 1-year-old, and I'm always babysitting. Oh, that's so. beautiful that they're in your life. Yeah. Yes. I just eat it up. And, and, you know, even if I'm busy at times, I'll say, okay, bring them over. I'll watch yeah. them. Oh, they know it. <laughs> That's beautiful. So, before the call, I always ask um, which deck of cards to pull. And the card that I pulled was from the Mary Queen of Angels deck. Mm. And it's talking, the name of the card is Hope. And I trust that God has a wonderful solution and brilliant plans in store for me. So I'm going to relate this partially to what you said, that you're going to be moving your office and you're in um, transition. But it's interesting that we were talking about my grandchildren because this card is Mother Mary leaning over a child in a, a, a box like ancient times, like the child was you know, just being watched over. And then there's other children and angels gathered around, and to me it looks as if, as if this child may be ill. Is there somebody in your family that is ill, um, very young baby or infant that's um, ill? No, uh, thank goodness, not at this particular time. I okay. have grandchildren, they're healthy, but, you know, I deal that's with a lot of clients here who have children, so that could be... Maybe one of my clients, their children, it could be something like that. So that okay. may be what you're picking up on. Okay. Um, I'm picking up that this also may be somebody from your past. Um, a relative maybe lost a child? You know, um, my daughter had a miscarriage about a month ago. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. Because looking at this baby, it's, I mean, it's really super tiny. So mm -hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, and my love and blessings to her. And um, I am getting major goosebumps. So the message is really meant for her to tell okay. her to have hope. And, okay. Wow. And I'm sure with you that she knows that and knows that the angels are all around her. 
Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. And being that the message was really meant for her, I'm going to pull a second card. Okay. Mother, very interesting. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I open my heart to my mother's humanness and her divinity. So it's a combination. Is your mother passed? Yes, she's passed. She is. Okay. Because before I even started thinking about the call, I said, hmm, I think I'm connecting to your mother. So, okay. She's been here already. Okay, great. And, and she actually is holding that um, miscarried child and watching over and being with your whole family mm-hmm. and saying again to um, relay to your daughter about the hope. Oh, I certainly will. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And sorry, I keep forgetting to turn my phone off. (laughs) Okay, do do that now. Um, And with the mother card, I see a lot of nature that I feel like you spend a lot of time outdoors, and that's where you like to do your meditation. Is that true? Yes, I love it outside. Absolutely. Yes. So um, do you walk through the woods? Do you just have a path or how do you? You know, I love to go for walks with my dog, and um, I live in a quiet town with a lot of trees and pretty flowers, so, yeah. Okay. So that's what what it's saying. You know, it's the confirmation of that's what you like to do. And um, I'm just trying to make out what this picture is. You know when you see a child that's running away from home, they have the the cloth thing tied to the end of a Oh, stick? yeah. Uh-huh. That's what's laying down in the picture here. Did you run away from home when you were a child? No, no, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I'm getting. It's like you, hmm. you, you ran away from home or you were upset with something and it really took a, a bearing on how you looked at your life going forward. So mm-hmm. it may not be that you ran away from home, but it may have been something that really structured your life. So if you can think about it and get back to me another okay. time, that would sure. be wonderful. Okay. <laughs> i got to take a drink. Excuse me. So I'm just going to pay attention to these cards as we're talking. And... Mm-hmm. Um, Start learning some more things about you. Um, You have your books, and you do readings, and um, you just said that you were going to be going to a larger space for your classrooms, Mm -hmm. so why don't you elaborate on some of that first? Um, I'm just, I'm expanding because sometimes I don't have enough room for the classes that I give, so I was... You know, I, I was here at my present office over 10 years, so it, it was beautiful while I was here, but now's the time to, to move on, to move to a bigger, you know, a better place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what kind of um, classes do you teach? Um, all sorts of classes, meditation, how to connect with angels and deceased loved ones, tapping, you know, prayer and, med- uh, prayer and meditation that's coming up, Reiki, all sorts of classes. That's beautiful. Let's talk about Wayne Dyer right away because I'm just so excited. Sure, <laughs> sure. Talk about him. 
So I met him, like I said, on the Hay House cruise, and I carried a book with me for him to sign. And it was his first book that he wrote, Your Erroneous Zones. Mm -hmm. And it was released, I believe, in 1976. That's when I graduated high school. And me I really too. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> See that's that? Funny. Yes, and I'm on Long Island. We're not far from each other. Okay. <laughs> yep. And I started following a little bit of self-help at that time. And this book, Your Erroneous Zones, was blue. It was a paperback. And when I handed it to Wayne, he was sitting on the edge of a stage with people crowding around. And he stood up, and he held the book up, and he says, Everybody, I had hair in this picture. Oh, <laughs> I love it. He had a great I, sense of humor, for sure. Yes. yes, and it was like I just have that connection with him that I, I just, I always think about that when I think about him. Mm. <laughs> so interesting. So, yeah. And then after he died, I learned that my cousin that also lives in Hawaii owns a bakery, um, and she used to bake Wayne's cakes. Oh, how birthday. beautiful. Really? That's awesome. Yes. Yes. So I, I have an extra connection that way. I yeah. Like what kind of cake do you know? Um, all organic. I just know That's she good. has an organic bakery. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't even remember the name of the bakery, but, yeah, I found that afterwards, and I was like, oh, that's so nice to know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes. And then when, um, was it Serena or Sky Dyer that things, and they did, Hay House did, uh, um, uh, I can't think of what it's called, and they were yeah. singing, the whole family was on stage, and they were all singing, and... Um, the tribute to uh, Dr. Dyer, after he passed? After he passed, yes. Mm -hmm. Hay House had this yes, big yes. Um, ceremony for him. Mm -hmm. Well, in the background, I could see on the curtain an outline of Wayne's face. Oh, wow. Yes. Of course so, he was there uh, with his that's, family. That's for sure. Yes. yes. So that's why I was excited to get to meet you and, and learn how your connection is with mm. him. Because, um, although I didn't know him personally, I still feel a big connection. Absolutely. And everyone is able to connect with him. They just have to plug into that vibration, set the intention that you want to. And he'll be there. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's not just coming to me. He's coming to many people around the world. And he's still coming through to his family. So that, that's important to know, too. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I'm excited about that. I have to work on that. Thank you. <laughs> so um, do you want to continue the conversation about um, sure. receiving the messages for his family? How I um, received messages, what happened was it was a series of events, um, and it's kind of a long story, so I'll try to make it short. But Serena Dyer was on my radio show called The Angel Quest Show. I have it on the first Saturday of every month, and she was there a month before Wayne passed away on my show to promote her book, um, dying, wait a minute, Don't Die With the Music Still in You. I keep forgetting that yeah. title. 
which yes. is great. And um, so I had her contact information, and then I found out he passed. So I sent her an email, and I said, you know, just be, you know, dear Serena, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. Please know he truly is okay, and he would want you to be too. Make sure to ask him to give you a sign to let you know he's with you. Ask him to come to you in a dream and to wake you up after the dream so that you remember it. And then I said, and I did write a book called Your Life After Their Death that, you know, pretty much sums up everything I've learned over all these years on how to connect with angels and deceased loved ones, how to raise your vibration so you're more on par with their energy, how to heal. And I'd love to send you a copy of my book, I told her. So she responded, yes, she would like a copy. I sent her a copy right away, and three days later, we were scheduled. I was scheduled to speak in Orlando at that very same I Can Do It event that you're talking about. Um, the day before, they were having a tribute for for Dr. Dyer, so um, I went to that, and I was sitting on the. There was a bus for the Hay the Hay Hay, Hay House authors, the tongue twister, um, sitting on the bus from the hotel to the conference center. And there was one seat available on the whole bus, and it was next to me, and in walks Serena Dyer. Wow. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of synchronistic events. So I said to her, you know, hi, I'm Karen Noe. I'm so sorry about your dad. She said, oh, I just got your book. Thank you so much. And we just started to chat, asked her if she received any signs. I didn't do any reading or anything. I just asked her if she got any signs. She said her daughter, uh, her sister Sage, had a profound dream of Wayne in which she actually hugged him in the dream and felt him. And she said she even felt his hairy arms. <laughs> so I told her that's a true visitation. That was awesome. Yes. And um, long story short, we went into the tribute. And when we came out of the tribute, I didn't want to go back on the bus because I was feeling insignificant. I felt as if, you know, my favorite Hay House authors are sitting on that bus as well as Wayne Dyer's family. And I just said, I'm walking back to the hotel room. So I'm walking, and I'm saying I'm insignificant inside of myself. And that's when I heard him for the first time. And he said, get out of your own way. (laughs) And he said again, get out of your own way. And I said, Wayne, if that's really you, you have to give me a without a doubt sign to let me know that this is truly you. And then I said, how may I serve? Because he used to say that all the time. If you ask the universe to serve, the universe works in ways to, make, to serve you as well. So I said, how may I serve? And he said, you're already serving. I said, okay, how may I serve more? So that was it. I went to the hotel room, and there was something very itchy inside my shirt. I didn't know what it was. I went in to, to find out what it was, and there was a sticker that somehow had, you know, just attached itself to my shirt. And on the bottom of the sticker in tiny letters were the words Disney World. So I was not there before. I couldn't have possibly, you know, it couldn't have gone in there. So, but the sticker itself, it said W in large letter, W, and then E. So I thought it meant Wayne, first letter, last letter, as a psychic medium. Sometimes do you get first letter, last letter of their first name or, because that right. often happens with me. Um, yes. Yeah, right? So that's what I thought it was, and little did I know it was a wee consciousness. But as soon as I said that, I said, thank you, Wayne, and he was laughing. And then eventually I went home, and his family connected with me because of that one um, meeting with Serena, because I was telling her about the signs and all that. And Sage, her 
other sister, his other daughter, called me. She lives in New York, in Manhattan. So, yeah. So she called me. Uh, She actually didn't call me. She contacted me via Facebook, and we were going back and forth about the dreams that she was having and all of that. And eventually, I felt him. He said to to call her. And as I was talking to her on the phone, he came through with specific messages. And, you know, he was just going on and on. And so finally... I said, you know, I have a center in Ramsey, New Jersey, if you would like to, you and your family, if you would like to come, I said, just her at that time, you know, I would absolutely make room, you know, I'm booked for two years, but I'll, absolutely people will understand because, you know, anyway. So she did make an appointment, and um, it was about a month and a half after I made the appointment with her, and the first thing I did after... Uh, making the appointment, here I am feeling insignificant again. It was scary to give a reading for Wayne Dyer, right? Can you imagine? It's the same way I feel about reading for you. Oh, no. That was beautiful, by the way. It was so spot on, and I can't wait to call her, my daughter, after this because it was spot on. So thank you. Thank you. And I hope we get a copy of this so she could hear it firsthand. No, it was absolutely. Yes, yes. Beautiful. So um, so they, the first day after that, I said, okay, Wayne, you better come through because, you know, I don't know. I was feeling insignificant again, and I, I decided to go for a walk with my dog. So I'm walking my dog, and I started to talk to him, and I started yelling at him in my mind, like, what did you do to me? What, you know, <laughs> and then he came through, and he was so excited to talk about the afterlife and so excited to talk about the we consciousness. That's the W-E that was on my sticker that I found. Yeah. Wow. Which I'll tell you in a minute what that is, but, you know, go, going on and on. So I used to go on my daily walks between that time and the time they came, and I would tape record what he said so I wouldn't miss it. But by the time that it was, they came to, uh, for the appointment, and uh, they, I was on my way driving to the center, to my center, and a car cuts me off, and it, it said Dire One on it. Oh, my God. So I, I know. So I said, all right, I, I guess he's going to come through. So he did. He came through. He was very personal messages. He spoke to each of them in a different way as the way he spoke to them when he was here on Earth. And things that I would never know. For example, one thing, um, Tracy, his daughter, had just given birth to Taylor. Everybody knew that if you, if you follow her on Facebook and all of that. And she had a flat belly, but Wayne was telling her that she was pregnant and he, he was showing me fireworks. So I told her that, and she said, everything makes sense except that, but I don't know what that means. I'm not pregnant. I said, okay, I'm just telling you that's what he's saying. I could be making a mistake or something about fireworks. I don't know. She went home and took a pregnancy test, and she indeed was pregnant due on the 4th of July. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. So those are the types of messages. And, uh, for, you know, a year after that, year and a half after that, I was – he has eight children and a wife, and it was uh-huh. kept, kept coming through, kept saying, call this one, call that one, at very specific times, you know, to let him know he was there. You know, one such example was his son, Sands. I, um, I went to the bank one day, and I had my computer on my desk. And when I came in, on the computer was an email from Sands, which he wrote to me a year before that. So I said, how did that get him how did I get on my computer? This is the type of messages that he did, he, in, like literally right in your face. So I said, I guess I have to contact Sands. 
Right. So I call him and I said, you know, what is going on? Your email just appeared on my screen. And he said, oh, my goodness, he just, he had just, he's on the, he was on the plane going from Florida to Maui. He was moving there. And he just asked his dad if it was a good move to give him a sign if it's a good move that he's moving there. And this happened on my screen. It was incredible. I mean, that's, Wayne was large in life. He's even larger now that he made his transition. So we wouldn't you know want what? it any other way, right? And I knew that as soon as I heard that he passed, I said, oh, my God, he's going to do a lot more when he's passed than he ever did living. Yes, and we didn't think so. We, I thought that the world would never be the same, but look at this. People all over the world are feeling him. You know, that's yes. what I was saying before. You could absolutely do tap into this. You already do that with deceased loved ones. Right, but I never thought about tapping into somebody like him. <laughs> yeah, well, see, because the fact that he was a public figure, he would love to work with the public. It's not just his family, you know? So, hey, absolutely. I will do that. Mm -hmm. So let's back up a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, and let people know who Wayne Dyer really is. Mm. Because um, just this week I was talking to somebody and they said, I don't know who he is. Really? That's, I, I'm, I'm, even when people say that to me, I can't believe they don't know him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll just say this, and then you can follow through more. Sure. He's known as the father of motivation, mm -hmm. and he was an inspiration. So I'll let you continue. Oh, and he's written so many books, I don't even know how many. And he was an inspirational speaker, spoke to so many people on the planet. And he, just, he was a, such a profound, um, I, I loved his books, but I even loved the way he spoke better. You know, yes. he was just on that stage, and he had such a presence, and he changed lives. He told people how their thoughts create their reality and how to change your thoughts and create a better life. You know, just wonderful man. He used to be yes. on PBS with many specials. Yes, right. And I remember the very first time I heard him, he spoke about when he was a child in an orphanage, and he wanted to make money. So he went out knocking on doors, and he was shoveling for people, and they were feeding him, and he would tell everybody in the orphanage, well, you have to go out and do it for yourself. You have to think positive <laughs> for yourself. And as a child. Yeah, he had that in him right away. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that was beautiful. And then, um, so... The first time I saw him, like I said, was on the cruise, and then the next time was about six months later up in Toronto, and he made his announcement that he was sick. Oh. And he, he was telling everybody how he has um, meditated through it and who he worked with and everything. I can't remember the woman that was... Um, working with him, that she was the nurse. Who was that? Okay. Oh, I can't remember either, but I know. Yeah, okay. I can't. So she's the but, author of the, the Gene Therapy. I okay. believe that's the name of the book. And he talked all about that. <clears throat> and then another time he talked about working with John of God. Yes. And it's like, oh my goodness, he's got these connections that, wow. And he, he didn't pass from that illness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He actually was healed from the leukemia that he had. So that yes. all worked, yes. Yes. And the way he was healed was long distance, and that really, I took that to heart so much that this 
man really believes so deeply in so much, and he had, everything from him has trickled down to all of us. Absolutely. I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. He, so tell he, us about the weak consciousness. Did you okay. learn that from him? Well, now that's, uh, yes. What happened was the first, uh, was New Year's Eve after I started to communicate with his family. I was, um, I tried to stay up for midnight, but about 8 o'clock at night I was tired. So I said, let me take a nap so I'll be able to stay up for midnight. And I was lying down, ready to sleep. And you know when you're in that in-between state, the alpha, very relaxed. Then he came to me personally. Usually he came for his family, but this time he came for me. And he said, now's the time to do what you came on earth to do. And I immediately knew what it was. It was to promote peace on earth because I have been doing that since I was young. Um, So he said, but... It would be a little, I said, oh, okay, so you're going to channel, you know, am I going to channel some of your messages? He said, a little bit, but it's basically the whole book will be, he was going to be joining forces with a group of beings called the We Guides, which was a group consciousness, which included him, St. Francis of Assisi, and other angels and ascended masters that would combine so it would be hard to differentiate him from the others and that when they were coming through. And he was telling me they were going to give me 33 concepts of the we consciousness because 33 uh, symbolizes divine guidance and the spiritual uplifting of all of creation. So I said, oh, my goodness. So I jumped off the bed and I typed up the um, table of contents literally in 10 minutes. And I contacted Reed Tracy, the CEO of Hay House, and he, Wayne came through on the phone when I was talking to him. So then I told him, Wayne said, now's the time to ask him for the book, uh, if you could write this book. And I did, and Reed right away said yes. And he said, you'll have the contract in the mail in the morning. So that was the history. So the We Guys is a group consciousness. That is beautiful. Yeah. So I he, did. I did. Um, I wanted to do the pilgrimage with him over to Europe, but I couldn't afford it. Mm. But after, I had it on my vision board. Yeah. And after then, about six months later, they created a video. And whatever I paid for, I said, oh, my God, I still got to experience him. And him standing in the church channeling St. Francis of Assisi. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? I did see that. I also have a connection with St. Francis as well, and I think that was a major reason why that um, the two of us connected, a huge connection with St. Francis. Okay. That's, yeah. So um, this book was channeled through him. Like you said, right away you typed up the, um, the table of contents, mm-hmm. and how long did you take to actually write the book? Well, the, the book, because I'm working and everything, you know, a little here, a little there, it took about a year, and by the time Hay House published it, they, you know, they have other authors, they have to do all that. So mm-hmm. by the time it was done, it was two years later by the time it was out. So it just came out recently in April. Okay. So. Okay. Congratulations on that. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm looking forward to reading it myself. Did, uh, did Jackie send you a copy of my book? No, she did not. Because she can't. You could ask her for a copy. She'll send it to you. 
Okay, I will ask that. Thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome. Yes. Um, so tell us some more things that you work with um, besides the psychic and, and medium. You were talking about your classroom and, and things that you teach. What else do you work with when you're working with people? When I work on people, it's not just the, uh, the reading because, you know, the, re- the people do come through. Absolutely, the deceased loved ones. But really what's happening is the deceased loved ones are absolutely fine. They're in bliss, you know, all of that. The people who are here, the living loved ones, are the ones I often work with to help heal them because they're often very grieving, they're upset. So I do different techniques such as tapping, the emotional freedom technique. We do Reiki all sorts of things, you know. They love to hear from their loved ones, but I do it all at the same time. So I'm getting the messages, doing the Reiki on them. I call it, well, not angel therapy because that that's taken already, but it's a therapy of some sort from the other realm, you know. So right. they're feeling better because, they're, again, their deceased loved ones truly are okay. Yes. And that's what it usually is with me, that I usually tell them that they're watching over you, they want to know that you're loved and, you know, they're proud of you. Absolutely. Yeah. And they love to give signs, don't they? They love to yes. give Yeah, I love, I call them without a doubt signs. Have you ever had any uh, signs uh, like that? What kind of signs are you Like any kind about? of signs from deceased loved ones, like, for example... They love to come through as a bird, a ladybug, a butterfly to let us know they're around us, and they would do something that they normally wouldn't do, such as land on you or, you know, something like that, or a light, a car will cut you off like that happened with the the dire. It's a dire one, and it's a message. Sometimes you could smell cigarette smoke or cigar perfume for no reason. You know, they come through a lot of different ways. Yes. So a lot of them do happen with me, and um, that's actually the, um, the free gift that I offer on my website, the seven ways to know the messages. Beautiful. And, uh, the biggest ones with me are, for my father, it's always dying. Mm. And it's, it's funny because I took my grandson to the park the other day, and they had a basketball court. And I said, you know what? I need to do some walking. So I'm walking around, and the second time around, I'm saying, you know what? I need some sort of a sign that good fortune is going to come my way and everything I'm on track is starting to come to fruition. Ten feet away from me, as I walked, was a dime for my father. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, so that's I hope you're saving all the, co- all the dimes that you find. Do you put them in a jar? No, I don't. You know, because from now on, you know what, Uh the more you find, the more you you put them in a jar, you'll say, wow, look at all the, you know, all the dimes that he's sending me. Oh, I I don't have to look. I know. You know. Every few days. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's incredible. And also is the feathers. I know the angels are communicating me, you know, confirming everything when I find the feathers. Mm-hmm. And my husband is even finding feathers now and leaving them on the counter for me. Oh, that's so funny. Is, he, is yeah. he open to all of this? He really was not open to it mm-hmm. until he had an experience. I had um, somebody in the house. I was talking to her, and we were talking about my father-in-law. And as we were talking and saying, well, he was a little bit nasty, 
Mm-hmm. One of his glasses, a stem glass hanging upside down on a wall unit, went flying across the room. <laughs> That's and what I call it without a doubt Tony, sign. <laughs> I said, Tony, your father's here, and he just threw a glass. Oh, you're crazy. Well, about two months later, we were standing in the doorway, and another one of those glasses just flew off the thing. And he says, I know, now I do believe you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, he's very supportive. Um, he he thinks that some of the stuff I do is far out there, but as long as I believe it, and especially right. like the healing modalities and everything, he's very supportive of Good. Me. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he knows the difference because I'm not sure if you're aware that I had attempted suicide. No, in a I did not know. It's It's... It's a good thing because it was an answer to a prayer to help me start feeling better. And that was God's answer. And it was because God wants me to share that message with the world and say, look at where I've been and look at where I've come to. Oh, absolutely. And he sees the difference. He sees the difference of probably you before and after, right? He knows that my spirituality and all of this work is what's been healing me. And me going and it's it's uplifted the relationship and really does make a difference and you know i i meet people and i tell them well i'm sensing that if you do this maybe that'll be a better thing and oh well maybe you should do this instead of that and they're very appreciative of me because i've learned over the last like four years even all this wonderful insight that I'm able to share and help people be inspired. That's very in- that's very interesting. Did you have a, an out of body experience during this attempted attempted suicide? Did you leave the body? No. Okay. I wasn't out of body. Um, I was actually fighting with my husband. Okay. But it was because I was so exhausted. I had an, uh, um, a virus on top of my regular ailment because mm. I had most of my colon removed in um, 2012. Oh, Okay. And I, I really didn't have a life. Mm-hmm. So we were fighting about two puppies we were babysitting, and they got past all the barriers because my husband moved them. So I was yelling at him, and he said, you know what, I'm tired of this. We're over. We're finished. Oh, we're boy. done. And being an empath, I said the same words came out of my mouth, and I grabbed the pills, and I started taking pills. Oh, he held me down for an hour, and he kept on saying, but you know this isn't right. You believe in God. You have all this spiritualness right. and everything. He says, you know it's not. And I kept on saying to myself, well, how can I accomplish this because I don't want to be here anymore? Mm-hmm. And I knew it wasn't me. I knew no. it was the devil. It was a cry for help. It was right. a cry for help. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was... As soon as I was handcuffed by a policeman, taken to the hospital, I knew it was going to be better. It was, too. And and my message to everybody, I try to talk a little bit about it in every one of my shows because I want people to know they don't have to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And I, I say it in such a simple way that, well, if you are feeling depressed and you are embarrassed about it, Think about all the people that are out there struggling with maybe losing their house or in a relationship that they're struggling with. That's 
that's how you realize that, oh, my goodness, I'm not alone. You may have a mental illness like me because I have multiple men mental illnesses, and you're afraid to speak up. But once you speak up, your life changes. That's right, and you're helping so many people at the same time. I think yes. you had to go to the lowest point in order to get to your highest point. So that is a very, you could bless it and embrace that whole situation because now you're at your best. That's exactly what I do, and right. I do want to talk on stages and, and share my story with people and just inspire them to reach out for help and talk to even a friend or something. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so that's wonderful. about me. That's, that's wonderful. That's yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So um, you were talking about, because um, I have your list of questions that you have for me. What are five easy steps that we can set out, set our life-changing journey of peace in motion? So mm. that adds to what we were just talking about with my mental illnesses and other people. Okay. Um, well, okay. I would say the first thing we need to do is to focus on the positive instead of what is. So it's easier said than done. I know that. But when there's something going wrong in the world, for example, instead of tuning into that, you have to, I know everybody says, but we have to know that. Okay, you have to, but you want to plug into what you want instead of what is. So you focus on solutions instead of the problems. And again, I'm saying it's not always easy. When you're going through a, a dark night of the soul, to say that, forget it, right? Yes. But um, it's, you have to fake it until you make it. When yes. I was going through a divorce many years ago, um, I had to keep my vibration high in order to connect with deceased loved ones and the angels. So what, it, what I was able to do is I came into my center. I always meditate before I do appointments. But um, I couldn't. I was in a, you know, a sad place, all of that. I went online and I went on YouTube and I looked at the babies laughing or the puppies running around or whatever. And at first I didn't want to do that. But the more I plugged into that, and then all of a sudden I raised my vibration. I wasn't thinking about the sadness. I was looking at the puppies. So you know what it is? Right. You focus on what you want. And exactly. And, th and that's what happened with me because my life had been so negative since 1992, me too, going through a divorce, child custody, and all that, and it was like I lived to put my ex-husband in jail because that was the right thing to do, mm -hmm. and then when finally, only in 2012, <laughs> it's funny, when my father, my father died, and I mistaken hugging this person that I ended up realizing was my ex-husband, and I didn't recognize him. Oh, my goodness. You didn't I recognize said, him? I did not recognize him. He had a beard, and he was he was dressed nicely because he, oh he had been. And um, I said to my mother, I guess that's a sign that it's time for me to let it go. You know something? It's, it's, Wayne Dyer used to use this expression, it's not the snake bite that kills us, it's the venom that's, that's left right. behind. So you do it for you to forgive and, you know, let it go. Yep. So I started to let go at that time. And then, like I said, in 2014 is the turnaround that I said, okay, I cannot allow any more bad stuff to happen to me because there, there were just so many things. And um, 
the more I thought about the negative, the more negative came. Right. That's exactly what we were saying. I was saying to focus on positive. That's what, so you focused on what you wanted instead. Exactly. So now when I talk to people, if I'm feeling like I'm not feeling, you know, slightly depressed, I'll say to myself, no, talk to the other person. And if they're not feeling well, I lift their spirits and then it lifts my spirits. Right. And you know why that is? It's the, it's the concept about the we consciousness is that we are all one. Yep. You know, the interconnectivity of everyone and everything. So when you help someone else, you help yourself. Yes. When you help yourself, you help someone else, vice versa. And that includes everyone. We're all one, including animals and nature and everything. Right. Yes. And exactly what you said, that Wayne confirmed with you that you need to promote peace. And one by one, we are all accomplishing that. I feel a shift in everything. Absolutely. Don't you feel it? Absolutely. And, and you know what's really important, too, I forgot to add, is that we have to begin with self-love. Yes. Because if we don't love ourselves, we cannot spread it to someone else. So it begins with loving ourselves, regardless, regardless of what happened in our lives. You know, to think that we are a loving, divine being, that we have God within us and we could create miracles in our lives. And when we yes. realize that, we really could change the world. We can, each one of us. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly when, when people don't understand the card readings and they'll say, well, how do I know this is, you know, how are you getting this? And I'll say, it's not me. Mm-hmm. Anything that just flows from me, I'll say, but the angels and your spirit guides are the ones that are telling me, me this to relay it to you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It's not. You're just a vehicle through which that they are speaking, if that makes yes. sense. Right. Yes. Yes. So what are some other ways that we can help? So we could pray for inner and outer peace, you know. Yeah. And uh, sometimes we just need to ask, you know, give me, uh, help me. I can't do it anymore. And the, the most important way to pray, most people don't realize that they beg. They beg God. But that's almost as if you don't believe it's going to happen. So what you're going to say is something like, thank you, God, for whatever, helping me to release this. Thank you, God, for And know it. Like, in other words, when you thank God, it's like you know that that is going to happen. Yes. Right? Yes. Another thing we could do is quiet our thoughts and meditate, because if we praying is talking to God and the angels, but meditating is listening. And then in any relationship, you need to listen as well as speak. You know, and oftentimes if our thoughts are going a mile a minute, yep. we can't hear them. Right. Isn't that true? Do you practice meditation too? You know what? I really don't because <laughs> what happens with me, my mind does do all that chatter. Right. So, you know, it's a good thing go for a walk or do something. Right. Yeah. Right. And when I'm gardening and... That's it. That's, that's meditation. Right, and that's what I was going to say. And I, now, for the last month, I've been doing jigsaw puzzles on my phone because I love jigsaw puzzles. That's and meditation. that's my distraction. <laughs> yeah. And and yes, that's 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 my meditation. Yes. Because when you're doing that, hopefully you're just focusing on the jigsaw puzzles and not mm-hmm. at what you're making for dinner, or you know, you're focusing hopefully on the on just that. Yes, right. and truthfully, um, I would say in about this past month, 
that things have gotten a little more clearer for me because everything that I've done, I'm not attracting clients for readings and I'm just not attracting the money. But all of a sudden, things are starting to be clearer, saying, well, I could do this and I can do that. And I want to do similar like you. I want to hold meetups and, you know, just sit and talk to people and whatever questions they have about spirituality, give them my input of, well, I know this, you could do the tapping. And um, I don't know about Reiki, but maybe I could bring someone in to teach you, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So those messages have been coming through to me saying, okay, it's time. That's divine guidance telling you it's, it, now is your time to spread the word. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, okay, so there are two more ways to begin your journey of peace. Another one is to call upon the angels to yes. help us. And yes. they could be with more than one person at one time, the archangels. You know, we all have guardian angels. And those guardian angels are just our angels, and the archangels can be in more than one place at one time. So say you're going through a negative experience, you could call upon Archangel Michael. He takes away negativity. Uh And you have everything to gain and nothing to lose (laughs) by calling upon them. And finally, you want to send love to everyone in your path. And it's not always easy, (laughs) but it's absolutely worth your while. That's what I tell people, because... um, Again, whatever we give out, we're a magnet that attracts like unto itself. So if we're spreading love and peace, that's what we'll get. And so yes. forth. Yes. And like you said, it is something that is very hard to do but when you realize it. Because I used to say, I was in a prayer group for a couple of years, and every time that we did the Our Father, mm-hmm. I could not say, forgive those. Yeah. They were just things that I could not forgive. And then when I learned the real meaning of forgive is not that we're forgiving the person. Right. That we're really forgiving ourselves for allowing it to affect us to the extent it did. That's it. You've, and, and you want to talk from that, that energy. Yes. That was a very big lesson in my life. And that was only like maybe three or four years ago. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that means that because you're doing that, you're raising your vibration, and that's why you're receiving more intuition on, you know, what you need to do and everything. Because the more you raise your vibration, the more you'll feel the divine within you speaking to you. I do. And, you know, I I just said to somebody the other day, it's like when you look at the psychics on TV, um, the Long Island medium mm-hmm. she walks in and, and she says oh i think that someone so is here with you and whatever well i'm getting messages like that just walking and being amongst people and it's like oh my god it's happening to me <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful yeah yeah so um i'm excited about it i really am absolutely yep yep and you know that's that's what all of these conversations that I'm having are all about is spreading the love, being supportive of one another, and really making sure that people understand that they don't have to be alone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They that think they is. are, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the, the main thing when you're thinking about everything, thinking positive, is that you really do have to love yourself first. Oh, necessity, right. Exactly. So 
what are some ways besides what we just discussed that can help people with self-love? Okay, so, you know, one of the most important things we, we could do is to be ourselves. You know, don't care about society's demands. Oftentimes we're trying to fit in with what everybody else is doing. We don't feel right about it, but we, we go along with it. You can't do that. You know, you have to be who you really are. It doesn't matter, you know. It's That's really right. important to do that. That's right. And um, another little excerpt. Um, I only knew about my health. If I wasn't talking about my children, I was talking about, and this is horrible to say, but living in the bathroom, basically, mm. um, because I always call it my disposal system. <laughs> I had, um, from the time I was in fifth grade going forward, I quit high school because of my bladder being bad, um, and my sister had told me one time, I think it was like 2007, something like that, she said to me, People don't want to hear that you're sick. Hmm. They don't want to hear that you have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, not long after then, my thyroid started going out of whack. Oh, no. And that means that my voice was squashed. And hmm. my life now revolves about talking about my health. Your health because, instead of your illness. And Right, exactly and letting people know that I have overcome. And, Beautiful. You know, and it's like, if I don't tell my story, you're not going to know how bad I had it to how good I have it now. Right. Right. Yeah. You see the difference. Yeah. So my thyroid has still bounced back and forth a little bit, but it's nowhere as bad as it was back then. And I also have to add that people that do feel depressed and anxious, you should also have your thyroid checked because I learned that that was my problem. Oh, when my thyroid, that right? Yes. When your thyroid's out of whack, it really ruins a lot of things in your body. It controls a lot. I and didn't know in that. Yes. Hmm. In 2003, my first nervous breakdown, they diagnosed me with Hashimoto's, which is even worse. Mm. And they said that's the reason why I was having all of these mental illness problems. And so did everything go away then? It didn't go away. Uh -huh. it, you know, I'm always being monitored. Every three months I have to have my thyroid checked and if necessary adjust the medication. But I'm still seeing um, a therapist and a psycho psycholo psychology nurse. Mm -hmm. um, to get my medication, Good. and, yeah. you know, you have to make sure that you stay on top of all of these things because if you don't, then things go haywire. Right. And, again, reach out for the help. Because you have to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. And when we're taking care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves, they're not going to be the best they could be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are some other ways that we can raise our vibration? We, we spoke about a few of them. So to raise our vibration to be more on par with the energy of God, which, who's within us, first of all, practice forgiveness. We could also be more compassionate. You know, sometimes, let's give an example. You go to the grocery store, and the cashier is very slow. 
and you have to be somewhere. Now, first reaction to most people, oh, what a jerk, you know, up the gate. Maybe it's a, the person's first day on the job. Maybe they're going through a difficult time, you know. Okay. So it's important to see through their eyes to see what they're going through before we jump to conclusions. Now, in doing all of these things, we could raise our vibration. You know, not easy sometimes, but it's really important that we do that. You'll feel better, and so will everyone around you as well. Uh-huh. You know, we could also go outside in nature. It's something about outside that raises our vibration. It really does. So as you were saying before about you seeing me outside, yes, that's right, because I love being, you know, outside. It just um, yes. hug a tree or do something like that. You'll feel amazing. No, I haven't done that in a couple of years. Thank you for reminding yeah. me. Yeah, and definitely walk barefoot if you can, somewhere mm-hmm. on grass or something, because it helps you to ground. Because yes. you and myself, we're both mediums. We're airy-fairy. We need to ground ourselves as well. We need to be That's here right. on planet Earth, too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is definitely true. <laughs> I, I never heard of that airy fairy. That's yep. Very... Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So, what else do we have? Oh, what what are some other signs um, from the celestial beings, not from our loved ones? Okay, so signs they give us, we were talking about feathers, or you know, sometimes they like to show us the same numbers over and over. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, like 1111 or 2222 or yeah. stuff like that. Enough for you to notice, oh, something's telling me. You know, you kind of know when you're seeing it often that it's a sign from your angels or your deceased loved ones, you know, because it just happens over and over. Um, they love to play with electricity. Yeah. <laughs> Turning lights on and off or the TV on and off and so forth. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many things they love to put rainbows in our path for no you know all of a sudden you're thinking about your loved one or the angels and then you look up and there's a rainbow or uh, you know they give off fragrances as i was saying before they make the songs come on at the perfect time with the words that we need to hear right oh yeah for sure definitely one that i keep hearing hearing is you are beautiful just the way you are and mm-hmm. I want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, it's, you need to do it, but you're still beautiful either way. I love it. That's definitely from the angels telling you to love mm-hmm. yourself. And you are beautiful yep. the way you are. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's something, like you said, the self-love. And that's reminding me about my own self-love. Exactly. I want to shift for a minute because, you know, I could keep on talking, going on and on, but I wanted to ask you if you know what the Women's Prosperity Network is. No, I don't. They are a wonderful networking group. They are three sisters based in Florida, and we have a couple chapters in New York, I I think actually three. Um, I think there's one in New Jersey, there's some in California, and they're throughout the world now. And what it is, we go to these network meetings, we have lunch, we network with each other. They give us many lessons, like sometimes it will be on social media or it will be with interacting with people. And then they have what they call Wow Wednesday, where they interview some of their members and give lessons. Um, 
as to specific things. Uh, it could be related to anything. They, they have psychics on. They have people talking about Reiki. They talk about the social media and business and everything. And then they have once a year, they call it this unconference in Florida. And they have all kinds of speakers for three days all about business and building your business. Mm. And I love to talk about them because they, they were a big part of me getting myself in the right direction business-wise. And they're a very, very supportive group of people. That's wonderful. So, um, you know, if you want the information, I'll give it to you afterwards. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. Um, because they really are great with connecting everybody and um, just... They're not a group where you walk up and say, Hi, I'm Catherine. This is my business card. This is what I do. <laughs> we say, Hi, I'm Catherine. How are you? What do you do? Mm. And how can we help each other? Wonderful. So I, I always love to share about them so that if my guests want to connect with them. Absolutely. Um, Send me the information. I, yes. It's. It, it's a wonderful group, like I said. So what has been your greatest reward? What has been my greatest reward? Wow, that's a good question. I think just being able to be a vehicle of love and service, mm. is, the more I give, the more I receive, really. It's, it really is true. So um, I think that's what it is. That's beautiful because I recognize it too. Thank you for yeah. bringing mm-hmm. And reminding me part of my self-love to keep recognizing that. Yes. And what has been your greatest stress? My greatest stress? Yes. Oh, boy. Right now, I am um, very busy with the book now that it's come out. But, see, it's all because it's a good reason why I'm busy but at the same time I already was busy with appointments and now I have you know many things the book tours the radio shows and all of that and I'm moving on top of it so whereas this is a big stress I see it's all worth it in the long run that's beautiful yes um and as I read in your bio that you're booked out for two years now I am, I am and I'm not even taking new clients because the ones who come to see me want to come back so I had to set boundaries for myself too you know or else yep. you know, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in three four years you know so right that's right <laughs> yeah. when I read two years it's like wow that really is a stress factor because you need to be able to take care of yourself in between all of that sure because when something happens like this uh, book tour and everything I have to rearrange all my appointments I don't have anywhere to put them and you know it's just um it's a lot, but it's all worth it, you know, because I'm doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. But at the same time, yes, stressful. Yes. And I wish you love with, luck with your move and lots of good things to keep coming your way. And, um, you know, I, I welcome you to come back again and talk more about your book and the next book when it releases. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to read this one and the one that we... It, what's the name of the next one going to be? Well, the one that just came out was We Consciousness, 33 Profound Truths for Inner and Outer Peace. That's my latest right. book. Um, 
but you you were saying that you're working on another one. I had a couple. Uh, this is actually my fourth book. My late my last one before that was Your Life After Their Death: A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss. So that Hello. was the the one before this one. Okay. Yeah. I got it mixed up. I thought there was another one coming. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm just looking at my notes because I I had looked on your website and I saw something about um, Wayne Dyer coming through for his family. I'm just looking where I have it. Oh, okay. Um, Karen Noe has the gift of talking to the angels and to loved ones who have passed, and her messages from our dad are so specific that we knew they could only be coming from him. Karen has given us the greatest gift during the first year of processing our loss. She has given us the knowing that someone who loves you never, ever leaves you. And that's a beautiful compliment to you. Thank you. Yes. I saw that and I said I definitely have to say that because Thank you. it's powerful. You're welcome. It's, um, you know, what I do know of Wayne and his family, it's like they're, they're just such a loving group of people and they're so supportive of each other. I yes, love that. They really yes. are. Mm-hmm. They are. So is there anything else that you'd like to share? I would just like to tell everyone to go within themselves to find the peace that's within them because God is within every one of us and to tap into that energy and you'll feel better. Love yourself. You're just as important as everyone else and enjoy life. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And please share what your gift to my audience is. Okay. It's a guided meditation to connect with angels and deceased loved ones. And I gave you, the, I sent you the link, so I okay. guess people could get that from from you. Yes, they can. I'm going to read it at the end, also, but okay. um, I will also post it for them to find. Mm-hmm. And thank you. I really enjoyed this. This was. Um, I learned some things. Thank you. Wonderful. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure. Just the knowledge of knowing that I could connect with Wayne Dyer is yes, so powerful. Absolutely. I, I, it's <laughs> not something that I ever thought that I would be able to do. So yes. uh, I will let you know when I have that connection. Yes, definitely keep me posted. Yes, I will. So thank you, Karen, again for sharing. And I did enjoy it. And um, look forward to speaking with you maybe six to eight months from now. And letting us know how your move has been and, you know, any changes at that time. Sounds good. And give your grandchild a hug for me. <laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. So everyone listening, thank you so much for your time and listening to everything that Karen had to share. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And as a reminder, you can check out my info on my website at www.katherinemlaub.com. And I offer that free report we were discussing on receiving messages from beyond. And if you're interested in receiving any psychic readings or coaching with me, you can find information on my programs and readings page. We can talk on the phone through Skype, email, or if you're local to Central Suffolk County, New York, in person.
And again, you can find Taryn at www.tarenoe.com slash gift, G-I-F-T. And her password is Free Your Angels, all one word, and the F, the Y, and the A are capital letters. This is Catherine Lab. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to our conversation. We hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational. If you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you like this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal journey.